You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. okay yeah another like weak clap from me i can't really i can't get it together it's like when you're laying on you're laying in bed reading boyfriend comes up alongside smells so, does it smells you smells the back <laughs> of your neck gives you a kiss before you know it you're gonna meet him <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna meet him I gotta, I gotta share something. The oh. best decision I have made in recent memory is deleting uh, Facebook off my phone. Because right yeah. now I opened up the browser in on on the trusty old iMac, and yeah. Facebook's up here, and I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at this guy I went to high school with, looking like straight hell. And I, of course, it's just this is it's so nice to not have my phone. Everyone should go delete their Facebook off their fucking phone. It, like it is. I didn't realize how upsetting this was until you're away and then you come back. It's like being in prison and then you come out and everything's like wrong. I had a I'm like damn when the hood gets so fucked up. I had a really really good movie idea yesterday. Young Box and I drove to Glens Falls to celebrate my father's birthday. Excellent. Let me explain something to you about how weird my family is and how wow I turned out this way. Okay, my uncle Russell, who is the basis for uh, Staten Island uncle. Excellent. Hey, yo, so uh, you know, uh, uh, oh, yo, I got a. Uh, so he's my father calls him, and puts him on speaker, and says, "Hey, you know, uh, I got your birthday card, but I haven't opened it yet. I want to open it with you." Oh, on the phone. Oh, you haven't opened it yet? All right. Uh, all right, yeah, go open it. Okay. Um, <laughs> my uncle sent my dad a picture of himself. What? <laughs> in, a, in a police uniform. <laughs> <laughs> in his police <laughs> uniform that he um, has, has kept for 30 years. And he said, uh, anytime you give, give a gleam... Of love, a brotherly love. I want you to frame it. It's a five by seven photograph. I want you to frame it and look at it. I was gonna say, it. is this like something that he took like the old Kodak out to fucking take this photo? <laughs> he had a job, believe it or not, and the weird twist of fate, my uncle had a job as a secu- uh, as a security guard for Fashion Week and wore his old uniform. Very good, just to be cool, whatever. But he and wore then, his old cop uniform. Isn't that like something you get arrested for? Yeah, it's it's like I think that's a little bit of stolen valor. <laughs> like, who is this nineteen eighties police officer fucking strolling around like Andy fucking... Griffith? Hey, why don't you break hey, it up someone, down there? Hey, someone tell Serpico, uh, Kate Moss. <laughs> no, Nobody right. talks to Kate Moss. Kate Moss talks, just talks to people. Okay, but like, he really I'm... was like of the transit authority now, of like the transit cops. He was like the Serpico. Jesus, he busted Christ. a busted a, a, a token. Uh, kind of a token ring. Oh, damn. And he had a beard, and he shot at somebody once. Very nice, very nice. In a tunnel, like a real Bronson movie. And he said he used to, instead, he, instead of carrying a nightstick, he carried a, uh, a, uh, axe handle. Because it was harder Jesus. wood. Jesus! 
And he said it was a different time back then. Different time uh, back yeah. then. Who in the time. fucking good name thought, oh, let's give transit cops guns? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? I barely give these people well, chairs at this point. Like, fuck. At this point, the transit authority is a shell of its former self where it's basically just people on their phones with super loud music blasting and a fan on. And they're like, just slide you a fucking <laughs> card. And it's like nothingness. You walk through the fucking door, like the handicap door, and they don't care. But back in the day, and my my uncle had a great line. He's like, yeah, you carry an axe handle. If they think you're fucking crazy, they won't give you any trouble. Jesus. It's amazing. I did remember my father, a photo of himself. <laughs> that is so strange. And I'm going to replicate that. Uh, for your birthday. Oh, appreciate it. Thank you. In, in your cop uniform? <laughs> in, my, in my cop uniform, yes. In uniform. Andrew, uh, if you... Um, I don't know how to tell you this without uh, uh, really getting upset. But I've been Big a cop revelation. all these years. Yeah, no, I, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a fucking... I've been a, uh, uh, I've been a couch cop. I've been a uh, laundry cop. A lot of different cops. Girl cop. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fucking, it's really, uh, you know, we have a lot to, to cover. And uh, last time we went really long, we did not, however, get um, hate mail. We did get a ton of listens, but no That's hate true. mail. That is true. Are, are we shot? We, we are now <laughs> to the point where we're accomplishing our thousand listens so quickly that it doesn't inform us on email anymore. Oh, really? Nice. I Yeah, I, I put that up at like, it was one of those nights where Gab was away, and so I... Time seems to stretch when you're were alone. You, were you lonely? I was lonely. And no. so, you know, I'm sitting there, like, I'll, I'll like I'll watch TV for a little while, like, play a little video game, you know, fucking just, just get loose with my night. And uh, then I put together the podcast, and I look down, and I'm like, that is 3 o'clock in the morning right there. That's what my watch says. It says I've been sitting up here at, like, 3 in the goddamn morning putting this fucking podcast together somehow. I fully expected to turn around, and it's still to be light out. Like, I don't know where the fuck the time went. So, uh, yeah, I, I have been uh, unplugged from uh, from the world of the podcast since that went up. No, laws have no meaning past the sending of the sun, as a great man once said. Very true. And uh, if you're, especially if you're alone. Now, let me ask the normal, let's get the normal questions out of the way. Of course, go for it. Did you watch pornography? I did not. Did you pleasure yourself? Once. Okay, good. Um just want to make sure everything's still working down there, pal. Yep, no, we're good. Um, you pleasure yourself once. 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 It's yeah. only a three-day streak. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. No, that's, that's, that's I'm good. at 33% uh, pleasuring myself. That's <laughs> all right. Was it at work? No, no. Okay, was it at any, was it in your the privacy of your own home behind closed doors? Correct. Was a cat Behind there? a secondary closed door. <laughs> Did you have like not just behind the no the the cat was outside of the secondary closed door. And what were you using as your main inspiration for your um, pleasure? Was it uh, spark of memory? Oh my god, a lot of a lot of hot times, man. Yeah, it's like you describe your love life like when somebody just some like. Like every time you go away, by Paul Young comes on the radio, and you're like, <laughs> "This was a huge song, dude." <laughs> you know, you explain it to somebody. And it's like, this is a big song. You think about, like, the, the one time ten years ago that you had a fucking all no-holds-barred. Like, you could have you could have broke a fucking 
plate glass. You could have fucking robbed the bank with it. That's how hard you were. <laughs> and she knew it. She took it. She took all of it and then some. She wanted more. She's like, is that it? I said, I'm giving you all I got, babe. Is that anywhere close to your fantasy? Mm, no. Sorry. <laughs> Damn. I mostly couldn't sleep and needed to sleep. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Why warm milk's not good enough for you? Yeah, you no, no. Crank off like a fucking degenerate. <laughs> Disgusting. Beat your meat. Warm milk. Who the who the fuck has ever actually drank warm milk to go to bed? I find that to be the weirdest well, like fake I'm, thing. Then I'm having trouble sleeping, Andrew. I could really go for a saucer of warm. Yeah, milk. just I'm gonna go heat some milk up on the stove like a fucking lunatic. Why don't you try it? I guess don't maybe I should. It. I don't know. Don't I, knock yeah. it till you That's try true. It. That is true. I'm, I'm speaking out of turn. I live in an ethnic neighborhood. Um, and I heard someone say out loud for no reason, don't knock it till you tried it. Like just walking yeah. down the street by himself. And I looked out the window and it was just him. Nice. And I was like, really hmm. good. It's like either he's on very small USB earbuds talking to somebody or he's just blurting it out. I want to believe he's blurting it out. There's a guy in my street who has, I think for about two days now, has been just walking, coming down the street, screaming at cars as they drive past. <laughs> Is his name Sean Patrick Duty? No, he's, he's just like, <laughs> Sean Duty would at least yell like, slow down or something like daddish. This guy just makes like a guttural sound. Can someone come get this dude? Like, he's just been chilling. Like, we got no place for this guy to go other than my street. Like this is where this is where the tre- the fucking Tetris piece landed was my street. <laughs> this is where the Tetris piece landed. So your street is pretty peaceful, though. I mean, you, it's not like a. You know what? I thought it was when we moved here. I'm like, this is going to be great. It's going to be nice and quiet. I didn't account for the fact that we're the BQE. When you get off the the off ramp up the street, you make a right. And if you haven't caught the light and reacclimated yourself, you're just doing 60 down my street. So there's people doing 60, and if somebody in front of them is not, it's just horn central. So it's just people beeping outside of my window constantly. <laughs> and then this fucking this motherfucker next door with the fucking motorcycle revving at all hours. And now yeah. there are <clears throat> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven off-the-cuff count seven condos being built within earshot of me. So there's always somebody screaming over a hammer in Spanish somewhere near me <laughs> at all hours. It's like, it's a scene. They do, they were doing something a few days ago. I thought the fucking building was going to collapse. Like, it was like, they did some shit with, like, a backhoe that caused things on the top shelf of my closet to fall. It was fucking wild. The actual... Gentrification, gentrification hammer coming yeah. down over and over again. It, it was like it was like being in Dresden. It was fucking really insane. You know, I usually agree with you, but I think Dresden was way worse. Dresden might have been worse, but for a moment, I I felt like I understood. Was it as? Did it get so hot that concrete caught fire? Uh, all right, no, it didn't. Okay, it didn't. All right, did you go into a? Bomb shelter only to emerge in your with your the city you once loved and ruins. <laughs> Smoldering hospice former Smoldering, self. Oh no, the 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 purely natural Greek groceries done. Oh, that coffee <laughs> I can't spot. Put, lemon tree fucking groceries. Oh, is gone. Associated, it's gone. It's all gone. 
oh, you, I remember you. You see a familiar face, and they're like, look like a zombie. They just saw their family dead. They're wearing like a Strokes shirt. It was laundry day, you know. It was a lot like that. Yeah, it was a lot like that. I just want you. I just want the best for you down there, and I just want to make sure that everything's cool. Okay. Appreciate that. Yeah, of course. You know, the evil that men do is where no one's immune. <laughs> no one. You think you're immune? Have you <clears> ever <throat> thought? Have you ever felt too comfortable? Yeah. For and sure. Not right now, I bet. No, I don't feel comfortable now. I feel I feel under I feel under pressure. I feel under fire. I want to uh, I want to go running. I want to go and uh, break the fuck. Work. Bronson does. <laughs> this is your neighborhood right now. When the courts can't do what they must. Ooh, Bronson Rachel. Will. When the ports can't do what they must. I thought they said ports. Wait, wait, did he say when the ports? Yeah, is this about fucking, this like, fuck? what is he, is he a fucking transit cop in this? He's a port authority cop? When, <laughs> when the when the port has a bad yeoman and containers are misplaced, <laughs> who do you turn to? It was just fleet week here. I had fucking people Whoa. in those cute little sailors outfits just walking up and down my street. You know, all right, so. Uh, it's supposed to get, girls are supposed to get really laid during fleet week. That's Maybe like they the, did. That's like the time. But here's the deal. So, I had I expect sailors to be people who are on boats for eight months out of the year and don't have much to do. So they're just like pumping iron and fucking nope. like slapping each other in the ass and all that shit and just fucking you know, whatever. I had the two most beta sailors I've ever. I couldn't have drawn them better. Like it, they were like an R crumb drawing. Fucking roll through, <laughs> and like, oh, so tell me about this. Uh, uh, for an hour, I couldn't let. It was like the chess club. I couldn't get rid of them. It was so fucking weird. I thought about stolen valor. I'm like, did these guys just <laughs> these get guys. fucking some bullshit fucking sailors thing off of eBay? And now they're just walking around saying, "Me too." Excuse me, sir. I need to. T- I need you to take those fatigues off right now. Excuse me, sir. Yeah. I need to see your military ID. I would totally do that if I was there. I was I hoping that like a, an actual sailor would come in and uh, and stolen valor them, but yeah, is there any valor the, to being a sailor though? You know, I don't. The fuck know. do these people do? Is I don't it, understand. What is the fucking point of being a sailor? What you just like? You're on the boat. You're not doing anything. What are you doing? I don't think they even. I mean, I think it's just like a. It's like you. You're like. It's like going to ITT Tech for four years, especially if you're on like a aircraft carrier. Yeah, but it doesn't make any sense. Like, if you don't have any, like, the, the three cool jobs in the military, like fighter pilot, or you're just like, I'm going to watch this radar screen for, you know, eight hours. It's just like any other job. I'm going to watch then, this radar screen. Then why are you dressed like that? Why can't you just put on a fucking Megadeth t-shirt and watch the radar? Why do you have to look like yeah. that? I, I, don't, I don't understand what's happening. Really like, I get being idea. a Navy SEAL. Like, sure, I get that shit. It seems like fucking, like, a, a big deal. No, you have to wear Merc gear if you're a Navy SEAL. You have to wear, ta- everything has to be tactical. That's yeah, all right. I'm with that. That's what I do now. I, you haven't seen me a few in a few months. I just wear all tack gear now. <laughs> really, you're an urban commando. It's it's, it's oh, really yeah, cool. I got the uh, tack vest. I, I got a, it's all it's got Velcro clip. I got tack vest with the Molly system. I got the the cut proof sleeves that go three quarters of the way at my arm in case I get into a knife fight. Ooh, and then I get the tactical thing. gloves and then tactical pants and a belt. And uh, I got like flashlights hanging off me everywhere. It's just my new look. 
Oh um, if you have to have to like sh- take Dunkin' or Dunkin' Donuts to shit, it must sound awful. Yeah, like it's really cool. It's awesome. It sounds like a Christmas tree falling over. <laughs> it's like it sounds like somebody falling upstairs when they're moving. Like crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> oh, you dropped all the pots and pans. I hope there weren't any dishes in there. There's no greater joy than when I'm sitting here in my living room and I hear somebody upstairs drop something down the flight of stairs. Bump, 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 bump. I'm like, yes. I fucking love beautiful. it. Beautiful. So good. Misfortune is so funny. Yeah. It's really There was nice. an argument in front of my apartment the other night, and somebody kept yelling, so what? <laughs> so what? So what? I think it was three roommates, too. I think one, I think the woman was very fired up. See, there's a bodega. Uh, there's not like a fun bodega. It's like a very desperate, like, there's uh, always a gin. Of, yeah, it's always, always like a din of conflict at this bodega. It's on a popular corner, and men, and mostly men, will just park. Like, they'll be driving, and if you'll get like the spark in your head, you'll be like, I should probably duck in there. You won't pull over. You'll just stop your car, put your four ways on, turn your music up, and go in. That's the style. <laughs> so if I'm stuck behind you... It had never occurred to me that turning your music up is a deterrent. Yeah. Well, because you have to hear, you still have to hear your shit. Because yeah. if you hear your shit Doppler effect, like it starts disappearing, you're like, oh my God, somebody stole my car. So, I mean, nothing you could do, do much about it, but at least you know. And a lot of the bodegas in Albany have sign, big signs that say no loud music because of that. It's but in Troy, that hasn't come to Troy yet. It's, uh, you know, reality has a drum beat, man. We're all just trying to get, we're all just trying to find the rhythms. I'm trying to be, I'm really, I've been through, I had a tough couple of days. And I'm just wow. really trying to find the rhythms again, man. It's got to find the rhythms. You get this fucking rhythm of life. <laughs> it's the rhythm of love. Remember that Scorpion song that was really good? What did I listen to a few days ago? Oh, man. You, what the you fuck? You beating off. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. What? Oh, is uh, I hadn't heard it in years. I'm in need of love from the Ace Freely fucking uh, solo oh. kiss album. God damn, that's a good fucking song. I got in the I'm, car and it came on, and fuck, it's good. I'm in need of love. I'm in need of love. God, you know that's uh, that's something I think that's a message I think everybody can agree with. <laughs> and I love I love songs with simple lyrics. Yeah, I'm in yep. need of love. Man was a very simple lyricist. Yeah. He... Yeah. Cool. Great use of the guitar delay. Just, you know, we should just hang out and smoke a joint to this. Again, this is like one of the best songs ever, and they totally reminded me of it. It like it came on, and I just got so happy. I need some love. <laughs> oh yeah? You don't say. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 cool. in this little sense. fucking fucking bossy, aren't you? God, what a fucking 
it's like man that like, I, like open like scene opens with man walking into bar like song perfect <laughs> i had like it i it had i you know i always knew that that was the best of those four records by like a long shot but after that came on, I, I revisited the whole thing this weekend, and it's like, God, that is a real, that is a solid ass record. That's like you know, a really fucking good record. Did you know that there's a whole? I um, I don't listen to because I have respect for myself, uh, to the, for the most part. But I do follow a Kiss podcast called Three Sides of the Coin. Oh wow, Scott Seguin, a friend of the podcast, Scott Seguin, Border Boss, can vouch for me on this. I introduce him to this. There is a whole controversy because um, Ace Frehley has departed from Kiss Never to Return, so is mm-hmm. Peter Chris, just because they're fucking too old and adult. Yeah, they're like a thousand. Like, who the yeah. fuck needs, like, they get royalties off of, like, fucking tchotchkes at this point. Like, who cares? Like, relax and enjoy yourself. No, that's that. That's why everybody's mad. They made more money <laughs> and one, like, one swing of the reunion tour than they ever had made in Kiss up wow. to that date to like from in 94 like suddenly they were millionaires again like they were really super on the skids Ace Freely band wait you know other than the song I'm Insane which was like fucking great uh, wasn't so good so honestly though his solo record here and Freely's comment are both fucking rock solid oh, like yeah. that's that's a good hour and a half of fucking quality material right there <laughs> We should, you know, what we should do. I have to come visit soon. We should just listen to those two albums and just write ideas down, and then do a podcast based on ideas. <laughs> That's a good idea. It's certainly idea. better than whatever fucking poser ass Vinnie Vincent did after fucking Kiss. Like fuck, uh, uh, fucking Vinnie Vincent Invasion was really good. Is it really? <laughs> but even better. Is the Vinnie Vincent court bankruptcy hearing that is apparently uh, available on YouTube? Get the fuck out! (laughs) (laughs) I'm listening to Vinnie Vincent declare bankruptcy right now. This is amazing. Yes, you are. Holy fuck. People are such scum, so scummy, right? Like, the court reporter leaked this, the hard copy, years ago. And it's oh. now surfaced on uh, <laughs> the court, but the entire, it makes it makes up a point to say the entire court bankruptcy hearings from 1989, where it talks about how he, he uh, thought that the money in his IRA was untouchable. Sorry, man. <laughs> and Jesus. He's talking about how he has nothing except for his guitars that are worth less than $800. I guess he wasn't in Kiss for that long, though. He was only in for, what, like two albums and shit like he that? Wrote, well, yeah, two albums. He wrote, Ghost wrote Creatures of the Night and wrote Look It Up, uh, Real Deal. Uh, that's actually, all right, you know what? That's a pretty good resume, all things considered. You know, he could have done anything and said he did nothing. Yeah. Well, he actually was responsible for the band Slaughter. Because the singer, Mark Slaughter, was in Vinnie Vincent Invasion. And then he's like, well, uh, Vinnie Vincent's uh, weird. Yeah. There's a great, some great footage of them playing a county fair in Canada. <laughs> where all the dis- the dudes who are super definitely not into it anymore are wearing t-shirts and jeans. And Vinnie Vincent's wearing, like, his glitter, like, oh. you know, $2,500 Swarovski, like, like, fucking rhinestone glitter jacket. And playing super way too loud. 
And uh, all of his all of his songs in Vinnie Vincent started with a gigantic solo. <laughs> no, this dude was like in, this was dude was like in ex, he rivaled Ingve uh, Malmsteen in terms of like being super excessive about his um like his fucking guitar soloing and everything. Like um, this is a song called "Boys Are Gonna Rock." Starts off, whoa. Oh, man. Imagine being at the show, though. Wow. Obviously made more money off that than he ever did on anything else. So he's just sort of chilling on a compound with high walls and has like a wife. And they the only thing they can manage to make fun of is that he drives an older Lincoln car. You know, that's a that's pretty uh like probably something he bought a I long wanna, time ago. It's like hey, it's I'd an love old to Lincoln. know how many guys from that era wound up on compounds because i feel like that's like a, a quasi common thing that i hear about those dudes well i remember a... I, i've talked about this on the podcast before but there was a point at least briefly i don't know if it's still happening where fucking uh kip winger fucking just joined like a death cult after his fucking wife died in a car accident like just straight up was just like just like yeah. joined the branch davidians for a minute and then i don't know what happened after that but like yeah it's really strange obviously, obviously he moved to almost heaven bo greitz's a little uh fucking trap piece of track house. <laughs> yeah speaking of bo greitz uh i don't know if you know but manuel noriega died today oh is that right wow i did yeah. not know that and I know I assumed that... he had died 25 years ago. So, all right, it's interesting. <laughs> but, but remember when we went down there, because he declared war in the U.S. and Bush two Bush one, like was like, oh, if anybody, like the, obviously this guy's unstable and he's just kind of like a like a warlord and we can probably just chill on him. He's not going to send like a Panamanian missile. Like I actually missiles. can't believe he survived that. Now that I'm thinking back, it's like. Well, yo, know, if you're a lunatic that declares war in the U.S. now, we have a robot come kill you. Like we don't even fucking yeah. we don't even put our boots on. What it's we just did. like I right, know we'll, we'll send the plane. It's all good. This was called Operation Just Cause, and I know we're giving everybody a little bit of a history lesson here, but this is called Operation Just Cause. And now, before the funny part, much <laughs> like life, before the laughter <laughs> comes the tears. Now, what we did was. Manuel Noriega, uh, big dicked the United States. He's like, well, you know, I declare war, war on you and whatever. He had a bunch of like CIA shit on him too. Like he was like a he was like a CIA asset for a minute yeah. and had like a bunch of dirt. It was like not cool. So what we did was we went down there 
We sent like 1,800 troops, whatever. We started burning neighborhoods and saying, this is Noriega's fault. So if you're going to get mad at someone, get mad at Noriega. And the people got mad at Noriega. They're like, oh, okay. Still do that. Every time they fucking, they drop a bomb in a neighborhood, they drop a bunch of leaflets being like, oh, probably shouldn't have fucking let ISIS do their shit. Yeah, probably shouldn't have talked that shit, huh? It's like fucking, it's like Dimitri Glavis in high school. Probably shouldn't talk to, probably shouldn't have ran your mouth. (laughs) Probably shouldn't have, probably, you, and I used to get so fucking like guns and roses on people. I should, you probably shouldn't have put my, my name in your mouth. Right before I went, pop. I played uh, Street Fighter with Justin Kiss this past weekend, and my dickhead metalhead fucking Beavis and Butthead side came out <laughs> so Fuck. much. He must have hated that. No, he didn't He didn't mind it. We played with our friend Drew, and he got very sour. And I said, I was, it felt so good. You know, I'm a, man, I'm a man approaching a certain age, and it still felt really good. I would love to watch him get upset playing Street Fighter. That, that would bring me wicked, a lot of joy. Wicked upset. I know like, you guys are tight, but I find that dude to be, like, not great. So, that's no, fucking I, awesome. I, I, uh, not not even a year ago, I pushed him to the ground in the bar because he was so annoying. Jesus, very nice. So, I would really, really fucking leveled him. And then I ended up buying him a drink. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to make, I'm going to make, like, I had that whole, like, like, in, like, two seconds. I was like, I hate this dude. He's fucking annoying. I'm going to level him. And I'm going to make good on it by buying him a drink. And then everything's going to be fine. Wow. And I did it. That was that whole, like, that that whole shit. I was like, that had, like, the jujitsu mind. Where, like, you plan, like, six moves in, like, a second. I did it. I was like, ba-boom. Pushed him. Leveled him. What I still got it. I not hear about this? It's crazy. Yeah, that was something that I sh- shouldn't have brought up. But I, you know, it was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> okay, cool. so the, the bad part was that everybody got burned out of their houses. And... But the good part was that the United States surrounded his house and blasted ACDC and Metallica for a week. I remember that. I remember, yeah, they were just fucking like playing Injustice for All outside this dude's windows, flashing lights at fucking 4 a.m. It would have been fucking great. What if they played like, I mean, what if they they played the Ace Freely solo album? That would have been amazing. Great. (laughs) It would have been what if he ended up being like a really big Vinny, like a like Ace Frehley fan though? He's like, I know they're trying to drive me crazy, but to, I to, too like, you know, need some love. Yeah, like Noriega is like to his advisors. He's like, you know, I know they're trying to drive me crazy here, and like most of the shit they're playing, I can't fucking stand. But like, like inside lifting weights, like yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah. I mean, I, I uh, maybe they're trying to send me a message. I know we're running low on food. I know there's no way we can beat uh, this military and a bunch of fucking hungry, drunk National Guardsmen. (laughs) But, uh, god damn it, I love when they play this song every six hours. Really, really good. It's fucking really good. I need love, too. Maybe this is the common ground we need, and maybe I can employ some diplomacy. Yeah, this could have solved everything. uh, (laughs) He, like, is on top of, like... His palace and waves a white flag that says, I need love too. If he comes out, he just waves his kiss beach towel that fucking Ace Freely <laughs> got fucking a dollar fifty in fucking commission on or uh, like, royalty up, on. Up. Oh my god, hold up. Holy hold fuck, up. he likes kiss. He likes kiss too. 
And I went to Boy Scout camp. I worked at, at a Boy Scout camp, Camp Wakpomany in Fort Anne, New York. And I worked with this guy named Dave. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've heard a couple stories about this spot. <laughs> I worked with this guy named Dave who was uh, in the Panamanian conflict. And I thought he was so fucking full of shit. I was like, there weren't any... F-. Apparently there was one firefight, like a really lame, like the lamest fucking firefight. Like, um, you know, it's basically like a dog versus an ant. You know, no problem. But he was this dumbass was fucking caught up in it and almost died. Jesus. He said he was, he was riding on top of a truck and bullets rang all around him and he was never the same since. We got a lot of ex-military... Side note, we got a lot of ex-military to come work there at one point. I think there might have been a program mm-hmm. for, bra- for like traumatic brain injury guys or whatever. But they were like really fucked up and like angry all the time. And they drink a lot. But this guy, Dave, was like... Uh, like we were making fun of him because the fireworks were going off for Fourth of July, and we could hear him in like George, and he was like acting all weird. And we're like, oh, dude, it wasn't man. even a real fucking conflict, right? Worst thing to say, <laughs> fuck. Because I was like, dude, that wasn't even a real fucking conflict. We were in and out in twenty four hours, and he's like, the fucking things I saw down there, you would fucking shit your pants, dude. Way angrier than the dude that I stole his cheese balls. Uh, man, but he was like really mad, super mad for the rest of the summer that I that I accused him of stolen valor. Apparently, <laughs> I mean, he was in the military, but it wasn't like you know you didn't fucking you didn't break down the gates at Auschwitz, okay, pal? I mean, you were fucking you went down there for two days. <laughs> you just went down there and listened to metal for a couple of days. Yeah, like okay. he didn't storm fucking it's like Omaha up Beach. Like by a boombox on the beach. That's what I should have said. I mean, you didn't fucking storm Omaha Beach here. This isn't saving Private Ryan. All right? This isn't a band of brothers. You just went down there, played some Ace Frehley records. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> called it. Fucking Yeah, needed some drank, love. Uh, drank fucking a drink out of a gourd and uh, that was it. <laughs> Drank out of a fucking drank out of a gourd and left. And fuck it, right? I need some love, man. Um I uh I have a kind of a cool uh prank phone call idea that I'm gonna do real quick. Perfect. If you don't mind. I was gonna call Bo Greitz to ask him, what do you think about Manuel Noriega dying? This is uh you no, know, this is Chip Jones from the uh, Associated Press. United Press International, which is no longer an organization, but I was like, "Very good." This is Gannett. Now, this is uh, this is Chip Jones from uh, United Press International. Bo, I know that you are on the forefront of international politics, so I want to ask you one question and get a quote from you, if that's possible. Um, Norag is dead. What next? <laughs> what's next for Panama, Bo? Yeah, what's where does Panama turn now? I mean, if you were in charge, I almost want to call him, but I want to get him. I really want to, like, steward him the right way and, like, get him, like, bring him in slowly. Yeah. Like, we really can't blow it with Bo Grice. That's the thing. I, that's my big concern. There was actually a part of the last episode where we debated at length at the end that I edited out because it was not fun to listen to. It was just us actually being like, fuck, what do we do? Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Um, but this one, this is going to be fun. Uh, this thing involves a death. Perfect. And uh, I'm just going to, um, this is just for our listeners. Uh, I'm just going to do a little bit of fun here real quick. 
totally not open. I'm just gonna let it ring. The fuck is this? We're calling Chattanooga's Tivoli Theater, Soldiers and Sailors Memorial Auditorium, and the Walker Theater. Our main box office is located at 709 Broad Street at the Tivoli Theater. The selection is invalid. Please re enter. (laughs) Wow, what an engrossing podcast. Why am I listening to this? I was going to say, yo, like it's late. Oh, shit. All right, so I was going to call. <laughs> I was going to call. I found a very southern theater. Apparently, uh, much like Chris Cornell, Greg Allman missed some live dates, let some fucking fans down. Due to uh, death. By dying. And the other two places uh, that he was supposed to play were shithole casinos, where they'd probably sue me for whatever. Yep. Which is sad, but now I, I've yet to do that prank, which is going to be so good. And I can't wait for it. I can't wait anymore. Andrew. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't apologize. <laughs> it's okay, pal. <laughs> it's good. No, I mean... I don't know, man. It's just there's a lot of shit going down. Tiger Woods got a DUI. I saw that. He looked That's like really real good. dog shit. He's that looking was... like straight hell. What the fuck? Uh, you know, he's got money. He's got fame. He's got everything to play the game, as Ace Freely once said. But does he does he have love? No, because he's no. a sex addict. He's an untapped. That's the face of sex addiction right there. It looked All like the, the fucking the face of meth Michael... addiction. He was looking terrible. It was like the Michael Jordan of golf. At, at yeah. work, I have to uh, I have to put together a golf tournament. Great. Today I had a, I had a, yeah, I had a level with one of my bosses. I said, uh, not only do I not know anything about golf other than Goonie golf, fucking <laughs> up in like George or fucking mini golf. Goonie golf and fucking Dorf goes golfing. It's about yeah, the I know extent I, of fucking what I understand I know, about this shit. I know Dorf on golf. If you want me to put my knees in my shoes and fucking make people cut up, I'm good. But... I don't know anything about golf or mulligans or cigars or anything. And I said that if you expect me to run this event properly, you're going to have to get somebody else. You have to get a, a much older man than me to, uh, yes. to do this. Much older, more out of touch individual, uh, at least 20 years my senior, to try to figure this whole labyrinthine process out. Because there's like a shot, there's such a thing as a shotgun start where guys just start playing. And they're like, whoa, it's so fun. And I just don't see it. And it's supposed to be it a big fundraiser. But real like, dumb. Yeah, it's very extremely dumb. And I was like, why don't we just ask, why don't we just send people letters asking for money? Why don't we do that? No, no, well, you know, we could no, try we're going to golf. We're going to go do some golf instead. And I'm like, I just feel really bad because every now and then the golf thing comes up, I'm just really quiet. And I say, I'm not the type of person who likes doing what he doesn't like. So that's the only little babyish only child in me, but I just really hate when I don't want to do it. Super don't want to do it. So we'll see. But um, yeah, it's really bad. I I, uh, I also found out today uh, through a phone call from uh, Olivia Newton John that she's got breast cancer. Oh wow! 
yeah and um i'm just like just a uh, lot to take in you know i uh, my life has been very topsy-turvy lately and i I just want to me i just kind of want to uh i'm in need of love basically is what i'm trying to say yeah you need a love it's all right <laughs> I'm also needed to make sure that the uh, the ports aren't are doing what they need to be doing. Because <laughs> if not, then can we just go back really quickly? I'm sorry, it's been bugging the shit out of me. Can we just see if he said ports? Yes. Okay. When the system of justice doesn't work, Bronson does. It's ports. I swear to God, he says ports. Fighting all the evil that men do. Torture as a political instrument has become a subtle and sophisticated specialty. Savage murderer cannot be caught or stopped. There is okay. So he was electrocuting somebody on a boat. Nice. But these ports are all fucked up. These so ports you, are, you can do whatever you want and on, on a boat, apparently. The ports aren't doing what they Sue should. Who is the harbor master at this port? <laughs> I know. Fuck. Uh, who is the harbor master sitting with his feet up, reading the paper, not noticing uh, that the ports aren't doing what they're supposed to do? God damn it. It's fucking these, pathetic, really. These shipments of cocoa beans are coming in and nobody knows where to put them. These all these cars from Hyundai and, and Honda, all these cars from overseas are coming in, and the lots aren't cleared. This is we need. I know I, I, there's a lot of people we could call, but I think I know one person who could definitely get it done quickly. It's Charles Bronson. Uh, I know he's famous for murdering uh, people. Who break people the law. imports. Yeah, he actually also happens to be a good export <laughs> export uh, importer um, and harbor master. Uh, you ever see him drive one of those fucking machines that picks up the fucking uh, the the shipping containers? He's phenomenal. He's like, phenomenal. It's, like it's, he, it's an extension of his body. It's like he's like Be- he's like the Beethoven of um, <laughs> ports. He's like, you know, he, he like is like Stradivarius. Uh. He doesn't care what line. He doesn't care what line you're floating. He just wants to know that the 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 gear is in. The the the, the he wants to see his the music to his eyes <laughs> and his ears is an empty belly, an empty belly of a ship. Everything's been unloaded. Everything's cool. Going going back home empty. Uh, do you have your expo declaration? You're gonna uh, need yeah. it. Gonna need it. Uh. You're blown away. You don't have your fucking export declaration. That's it. You <laughs> oh, left your bill of yeah. lading in the truck of the cab. Oh, yeah. The, the harbor master before here was really lax. He just kind of let us. Well, there's a new sheriff in town. I don't know. Marsha Warfield. <laughs> Should you like that show, <laughs> Family Ties? Yeah, why? Uh, you're going to meet Michael Keaton. <laughs> what? You missed. Why are you shooting at me? Michael Keaton wasn't even in fucking Family Ties. No, he was not. <laughs> Wait, no, name. was he? No, he was. No, their he last was. name was, oh, it was Alex Keaton. He it was, was Alex Keaton. <laughs> Michael, no, but Michael was the name of the father, Michael Keaton, but not oh, the actor Michael fuck. Keaton who played Batman. That's good point. <laughs> so, fucking, I don't know, Pam, what's his name? Pam, Pam Dauber? I don't know. I gotta, uh, okay, now I have to look it up. Now I have to look up Holy the name. Fuck. The Family Ties theme <laughs> is fucking incredible. Do so you like the movie Night Shift? 
He Good. Liked him. You're going to watch it. Like Andre Winkler. You're going to meet him. Oh, cool. Is he here? It's <laughs> great. He the Fonz? Ah, he's one of my favorite actors. Oh, you're not supposed to enjoy this. I'm going to have to electrocute you. And then, like, it's right at this... Such the, a weird port. Yeah, this is the weirdest port ever. Why do we always dock here? I hate it here. Why did I take this crummy job? My God. You like family ties? Yeah, sure. You're going to meet all of them. Starting with Meredith Baxter Bernie. (laughs) This is the long version. Who has... Doubt it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the best part right here, dude. Really good. His name is Michael Gross. Michael Gross, man, he was later went on to play the best survivalist character yeah. in the world in Tremors with Reba McIntyre. Uh, probably based loosely on Bogue Rights. Very question. likely. Great you know move. Fuck. I, like, I'm sure there's somebody listening who's not sat down and watched Tremors. Gotta go do that shit, man. Fucking Tremors is so fucking good. That is, um, that is, uh, our, that is our pick of the week. But it's like Siskel and Ebert. That's uh, yeah. two thumbs up to Tremors. Uh, that's our... Overnight drive pick of the week. When you're, uh, you know, you're with your girlfriend or boyfriend and you have nothing to do, which oftentimes happens, watch Tremors. Yeah. Great movie featuring not only Michael Gross, but Reba McIntyre. Yep. Right? Reba McIntyre? That old, yeah, it was Reba McIntyre. That old man from uh, Big Trouble in Little China. And Charles yeah, Bronson sew it all together, making sure that everything's coming in right. Charles Bronson. I forgot he, Charles Bronson was in Tremors. Yeah, Charles Bronson was there. Um, he just he had kind of a uh, bit, <laughs> kind of a bit part, making sure that all the importing and exporting was going all right. <laughs> it's like, well, it looks like these papers are fine. I just want to make sure that this town is under strict control. Okay, can we go now? Yeah, maybe like you're importing like uh, paprika. You know stuff like that, but he like, he follows the truck in a like a like a cop car. Finally, I've been I've been following this truck since Hungary. I can't with this. <laughs> oh man, Charles Bronson Harbor Masters. It's really it's Charles, Charles wow. Bronson Harbor Master. <laughs> Wow. Um, all right. <laughs> We're going to shift gears a little bit here. Michael, Michael Gross. <laughs> I just want to make sure your family is safe. I heard that there was some importing and exporting going wrong here. And my... <laughs> so I... Uh, yeah, yeah, I know you're. La- I know you're. This show is based in Illinois, but play along could be the Great Lakes. Uh, says you left here at port weighing two point one kilotons. That's you one, showed that's up at two point three. That's one kiloton too many. You're gonna. Have now to I gotta around. ask you, where's the point two? 
Are you LSP Keaton? You I don't think a kiloton is a real thing. I think I just made that up. It's a measure of a kiloton. I think I just measured a planet right there. It's a measure of uh, an atomic explosion. Uh, kiloton. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I used to uh, be a vigilante, and that shit was too hard. And I got this. I got like uh, making eighty grand a year. I got a union job, and uh, I just want everyone to leave me alone. That's really what's going through Charles Bronson's mind. Oh wow! Um, so we got some uh, got some tough stuff going on. Uh, have you been watching the NBA Finals? No, I've not. I uh, I never do. Well, neither do I. But I think that um, something that we should do because we we're kind of running we were running out of malls there for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that whenever there is a major international event going on, like if there's a, there's a disaster. Or like I say, there's an ex- another explosion. There's an explosion in Manchester a few weeks ago. We yep. should review that mall there. Oh, that's a good idea because it's it's culture pointing us. It's the uh, it's you know it's the drumbeat. It's like well, so the Cavs are charging through the playoffs right now, and I think it's a uh, high time we re uh, we review Great Northern Mall uh, in Parma, Ohio. Because horrible customer service from Foot Locker and Finish Line, I guess. Because I was in my work clothes, which I make cars for a living. I work at Ford. I ran to just grab a pair of shoes for the evening. And I couldn't even get a hello or anything. Just because someone isn't dressed up doesn't mean we don't have no money. Pathetic. All <laughs> caps. <coughs> and it's instructing me, me. Um, if I have trouble to call the mall office. How do you think about that? It's pretty all right. I mean, it's kind of pathetic. <laughs> it's pretty pathetic. Um, well, a... <laughs> I'm going to tell you at uh, into Trafford Center in uh, in Manchester, UK. Yes, yes. Jilly says beautiful building, but security on the doors is zero. Not worth the risk going back. Oh fuck! Okay, Jilly's got a a rough couple of years ahead of her. Th- like her fucking risk assessment is way off now. <laughs> This is the Trafford Center, correct? Yep. Oh, boy. There's a woman arguing about why she can't use a bottle warmer in the food court. I read that one. Wild. I like that she was expecting a reply to her reply to this mall saying that she, or saying they were sorry she had a bad time. This is really good. Mm. <clears throat> they didn't give away uh, free tr- uh, fucking truffles after that happened, though, did they? No, apparently not. Maybe Trafford Center should take a page from uh, CrossGate's Mall's playbook and give away free Linder truffles to erase the uh, fucking horror of a shooting. <laughs> really good. I love CrossGate. I, I love that CrossGate. since we've started doing this, Somebody running the CrossGate Small Facebook is taken to going on Facebook and being like, we're sorry you had a shit experience. Yeah, you know, please t- come back and see us again. We're sorry you wildly overestimated this fucking shitty mall from the 80s. And, uh, you know, we, uh, there's a lot of people. Uh, there is, <clears throat> Andrew, there is a ton of people at Trafford Center giving five, uh, rating of five in support of... Uh, Manchester, because Manchester, obviously, the Ariana Grande concert, if, if you're not living under a uh, rock, you know, that somebody set it off, and not in a good way, in uh, an Ariana Grande concert, and people were blown up. 
Um, I'm wait, I'm looking for the evil, the most the most vicious of all racism. I think is British racism. Oh, for sure! Holy fuck! <laughs> uh, I've never been to the Trafford Center until yesterday. This was my first visit. It will also be my last. The yes. uh, quote unquote <clears throat> bit is the pleasant outside seating area, but I can see a carved message atop a mock-up domed entrance to this cathedral of consumerism. Hold fast that which is good. I'd hold fast my purse. Never seen so many looking like. <laughs> oh, I'd hold fast my purse, See, you asshole. Is, I love that. Uh, like you have to be like Monty Python, like intel. Like, British people can't help but be super intellectual, <laughs> which says something about our school system. But still, it's like uh, uh, finding a toilet where attendants are not a pain would be nice. They actually have attendants in their bathroom. Like, imagine yeah, I know. Yo, why don't you there? fucking roll through here? See what we got. <laughs> Neil Kelly not pulling any punches, saying, Awful, full of screaming kids and fat women in leggings eating ice cream. <laughs> Sounds accurate. Uh, people are complaining that the car park is, uh, uh, dis- uh, dis- is uh, disorganized. And uh, lastly, Peter Turner says, This is rubbish expensive. Enough said. Wouldn't go again. Only good thing was the free parking. But Ruth Walker, with not a clear understanding of how disease happens, says, After a horrific trip to the Trafford Center, I've ended up with a sickness bug. Thanks uh, to your sushi. I don't think so. Well, never, actually, maybe. Never eating it again. <clears throat> wow. Time to All die. Right, Trafford Center. Fuck you, um, Trafford Center. <laughs> So I don't want to do the same thing I did to you last week, where I suddenly go, "Hey, I gotta go," and then uh, and then pull the plug. So I do have to go soon. Okay. But do you want to read some questions before some I go? We got some questions in. See what I did there? I went a little early. I right. like you know, give you a, give you the heads up. I appreciate that very much. I you have to go grocery shopping. Um, <clears throat> perfect. Well, you guys have fucking twenty-four hour grocery stores up there. That's that's the we one do. thing I miss. We do. Fucking three a.m. price chopper. Get whatever I want. If you'd like awesome. me to pick you up anything, I can, or pick up anything for you, I can for sure. No, I'll be all right. Uh, you sure? I mean, you are you are alone. <clears throat> I mean, I'm, I'm not alone. I, no, I'm fine. No, <laughs> not <I'm> alone. <laughs> you're by you're lonely. You're by yourself. I'll be back in half an hour, maybe less. I don't know. I'm not alone. Not lonely. Okay, so you're you okay? So you, I understand you want the whole. Try to make take this as long as possible. So the first thing she sees when she comes in is you on a microphone. Correct. All right, great. Well, <laughs> Joe Pianta, uh, good friend Joe Pianta says, "What's your favorite Roy Scheider film slash scene?" I just went to IMDb and saw that Sorcerer in the t- the Men's Club looked intriguing. What's your favorite Bruce Dern film scene? I like The Driver. I like The Driver a lot. Super good. The Driver's um, great. Uh, the wow. uh, Sorcerer I don't think is that good. I think like it's pretty good, but it's like it has this fucking legend bullshit written around it. Cause apparently it came out the same weekend as Star Wars, and so there's this whole fucking thing that had it, like had Star Wars not come out, that this would have been the next Apocalypse Now. I don't, whatever. Star, I, Wars, Star Wars isn't very come good, on. though. Um, well, the rest of the world disagreed that weekend. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think Sorcerer is okay. Uh, I don't know the men's club. Uh, what about uh, what about the Seven Ups? Seven Ups is really seven good. Ups, We're just walking good. around like full on like fur coat style. Really good. It's. I mean, I could go for um, <clears throat> as far as Ray Shatter goes. I could go for You're Gonna Need a Bigger Boat. Good, good scene. Uh, we could talk about Blue Thunder all day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's about it, really. He was he in the French Connection. 
He was. He was in French Connection, Marathon Man. Dude, a great career. He's great. Supposed to be John Rambo. <laughs> no, based uh, and it all comes together because it's based loosely on the life of Colonel Bo Greitz, yeah. James Jim Bo Greitz. Or is what I like to call him the more fit Roy Scheider, Bo Greitz. <laughs> you think that Bo Greitz is more fit? You want yeah, to get toe to toe? I think if they, uh, yeah, if they had a hot body contest, uh, Bo Greitz <laughs> would certainly take it off of fucking old, out of shape Roy Scheider. Nude or with bikini briefs? Full on nude. Oh, all right then, definitely uh, Bo Greitz. A man doesn't go into Vietnam with no guns and a ragtag group of people who are who are expecting to fight hand to hand to free veterans. Free the ones we left behind. If you're not packing, do you remember when Roy Scheider tried to break into Terry Schiavo's fucking <laughs> hospice to take her breathing tube out I think or that was, keep uh, her breathing tube in or something? Remember shit? when? Yeah. Yeah, remember, and then once they subdued Roy Scheider, they looked up and Bo Greitz was Bo Greitz because he was he was more svelte. He was able to fucking yes. sneakily get through. Bo Greitz hurdled the SWAT team that was protecting Terry Schiavo and uh, was like, "Look." I'll tell you what, I'm putting the tube back in for Randy Weaver and for everyone else. <laughs> and you should put the tube back in, and Terry lived, and now she's a successful accountant in Florida. Yeah, it really was a, Actually, it was a great she, time. They fucking, they killed her. <clears throat> her husband killed her. For no re- for a lot of reasons. Um, uh, oh, Black Sunday was the Bruce Dern movie where he flies the fucking <laughs> the blimp full of explosives over the Super Bowl. It's worth a watch. Um, you want to talk about veganism or job shit? Um, I'll take your pick. I'm good for whatever. All right. Uh, hey, I just think I think that both of you mentioned being vegan at one point, and both of you, or just Hans, have dealt with mental health issues. Been a diligent vegan for over 10 years, but I've always been majorly depressed regardless of medication or lifestyle changes. The only variable has been meat. Now I'm doubting the strict diet, even though I ethically still want to support it. Did either of you notice mental health changes when reincorporating meat? I think uh, the last time I tried and I broke vegan on a Five Guys burger, the immediate mental health change of being... uh, had, had achieving satiety for the first time in like like three months was great. I don't so. see any like I, I mean I'm, I'm not a fucking doctor, but I don't see much reason why there'd be a massive mental health. Like if you're massively depressed, it's not because of your diet. You know, like it's it's not it's like it's just not. Um, so yeah, I don't think that would be the big thing. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, try I think, it, I guess. I don't know. Like, this is uh, this is the thing. You can try things if you don't like them. You can go back, right? You know, like you're not like there's no door closing. I mean, I um, would say that would. I mean, that's. It, <clears throat> I would, yeah, completely do 180 for a month and see what happens. I think it'll be okay. I don't know. Yeah, I think I you, you'll still be depressed. I can almost guarantee it because <laughs> yes. your your problem is not diet. It's uh, if if you're massively depressed and you're trying to fix it with diet. Like good on you, but it's it's likely not going to help. Yeah, don't uh, get off nature. So. Get off naturewatch.org and read fucking some read some white papers. What right. I will say is just go pump iron, yeah, and uh, see if that helps. But you got to do it for like a long time. That's a trick. Yeah, like if you're depressed and you do a thing and you do it five times and it doesn't help, like you got to do things fifty times. 
That's just like how it goes. Like there's there's no such thing as a fix for a mental health issue that takes overnight. Like if you do something well, that changes is, your mental one. health overnight, it's not a fix. It's like a it's like a different thing. You're talking about something. That, well, uh, <laughs> I guess you could do that thing. <laughs> you uh, could blow your brains out. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, like uh, you gotta do that shit for a long time. That's just how it is. Okay. Shit is not gonna be fucking solved the next day. No, yeah, trying to just uh, what I've been doing to um, <clears throat> varying degrees of success is to analyze uh, my life, create walls and boundaries, uh, and to to kind of like build. Like you know when there's an oil slick and they put that little like rubber thing around the slick mm-hmm. to contain it. That's what I do. I've always been able to. I've always been pretty good at encapsulating my despair and keeping it there and not letting it seep into other things. So if you fucking, if you have work related shit, just go in and put your head down to do your job. And when you come out, you feel great. And that's, that's kind of what's been happening. And I feel better for, for it. Excuse me. No more 5am deadlifts. No, I didn't even never did one. Oh, God damn it. I fucking I, I joined a new gym because of that shit. I finally like after All right, I'll do that it. day where I went down to that fucking awful gym, I had like I had one of those moments where I stepped out of my life and I saw where I where I was in relation to where my life is. I'm like I gotta I gotta join a different gym. Yeah, join a gym that's got like a sauna and they like play house music and like yes, it's a bunch see. of like really like attractive people just walking around doing attractive people shit. It's a great gym. So you had an ex- existential gym experience. Yeah, I just don't want MRSA. Like, I just walked down there. I'm like, this is, I'm going to get MRSA from this. this. It's like, it's worth the extra, like, 60 bucks a month for me to feel good about this. Plus, I get to use the fucking sauna. It's a win-win. Mm. So, yeah. Here's one. This, let's, let's make this the last one. <clears throat> All right. Because I know that, uh, that at moments, mere moments away from your bride coming home. Uh, I'm 26, and I haven't had sex in nearly three years. I haven't okay. watched porn in over two, and I typically just masturbate a few times a week to whatever fantasies come to mind. Oh, you gotta go to sleep, huh? Yeah, he's gotta go to sleep, but maybe uh, not a fan of warm milk, apparently. <laughs> I'm straight, and I know I could pursue certain women if I try, but let's face it, I feel like I could go without cutty for most of the time, thank you. And find myself wanting an assertive woman to step on me first, to step to me first. I was going to say, you just changed that massively. Yeah. Step um, to me first. Is this bizarre? All right, so you want the woman to make the first move? I don't think it's bizarre. I mean, you're, I don't know, you're being a little particular, I guess, yeah, but I don't think it's bizarre. It's just uh, it's your preference. I, I've had exactly two women in my entire life make the first move on me. Uh, I'm not a great example because I'm not a particularly good looking man nor do I have a lot to offer however making waiting for a woman to make the first move is unless you are like a Ford model with a lot of money and they know it it's probably not going to happen especially not for you I just I'm just curious as to what the is there an actual benefit to this or that's just like your thing because if it's your thing, then whatever, it's your thing. If there's, like, some kind of benefit your thing is going to get you, I don't know, you might want to reassess. I mean, you can meet assertive women, but also make the first move. Because an assertive woman will shoot you also down true. fast, but if she's feeling your bullshit, she'll she'll let you in a little bit. 
So maybe you try that. Talk to them, and if they're if you find that they're assertive, they will shut you down. Know about it, and it won't be ghosting. It'll be real time with Bill Maher. <laughs> we got all right. So hold on. We got one question here. Okay. It is written to you, oh. and it's from somebody you know. So like I'm. I'll jump through, like, you know, I, I don't want to out this person. Um, so they're sober and are, like, chill about that. Uh, and I've been with that romance for nearly nearly that long. How does one find dates? How does one not be lonely? Maybe I should stop using the N-word. <laughs> now, I understand that that's a typo. But it's really fucking funny. <laughs> uh, I've been about romance for nearly that long. How does one find dates? How does one not be lonely? Maybe I should stop using the N word. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, I saw. Yeah, I found that one very charming. I think it's very charming. Now, um, the woman who wrote this in is a sweetheart and uh, somebody who was in a big jam this time last year and has now made an entire life change. Something that I, do. I would only hope to do in my life. And she's um, really good uh, and uh, and is, like, really killing it. And that's great. Crazy that um, uh, you're worth, you've been about romance because you've been focusing on you. And that's cool. And it's good. And uh, I think that you've uh, you've been fuckboy proof, which is something that most women <laughs> aspire to be. <laughs> so celebrate this. Get a, get a dude in your crosshairs because because you are you are much in a much better position now than you were a year ago. If you know somebody you like, which people got crushes all the time, go for it and get that romance. Just like you would reach for maybe like a golden ring. A golden ring, for example. Golden ring, that shit. And just reach for it. Stop being such a big baby. I was going to say something mean, but I won't. Uh, just reach for it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, and make sure that you've got your fucking... You've got your ex- import and export shit all together. That's true. <laughs> make sure your paperwork's in order. Make sure your paperwork's in order. Or else... <laughs> Michael Gross will come for you. <laughs> He's enlisted the powers of Michael Gross. Um, uh, is that, I guess that's it. I guess that's it. Yeah, All right. Well, what is this? 157. 157. Killing it. 157. We are killing it. Thank you to our Patreons. Thank I got to see if I I pledged when we did the Patreon thing that I would we wouldn't do more than five in a month. And now I got to check and make sure that if I put this up tomorrow that we're not fucking people. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> that we're not, we may we may be fucking people tomorrow. It's that's possible. One our, that's one of our we'll Patreon. If we, <laughs> that's one of our yeah, big, hidden Patreon. Goals. If we get a thousand dollars an episode, it's gonna be fucking yeah. There's a, it's a hidden goal. It's gonna hidden be weird. We're gonna be fucking people. Um, just a quick uh, bit of housekeeping. We are now we've been accepted to uh, the Laughable app. So if you're a fan of comedy, you can listen to us and subscribe and. You can be up there with people like Norm MacDonald and other people who are also desperately trying to claw back to some semblance of a career uh, via podcasting and people who are bitter that 
a not great comic like Mark Maron, uh, who was okay, but he was one of their contemporaries, is now a millionaire <laughs> of podcasting. And you are lowly and doing Tuesday nights. Uh, you're doing your tight five on a Tuesday night, and you have a podcast now. Big whoop. Um, but then wow, there's us. This got so bitter. No, 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 not me. Then there's us. What would we do, baby, without us? Then there's the future, the young bucks. Young, spry. Young, spry, funny than you. Know a lot about fucking, like, port issues up. and fucking bills of lading Try and shit like that. To keep up, old comic. You know, we're coming for you. We're coming for you with a 20, with a 32. <laughs> coming with the chopper. We're coming to for you with the chopper. You think you you might have been funny in the 90s. That's just not going to fly now. We've got the, we've got the power of Bronson. All right, this has been 157. <laughs> um, let's fucking skew the music. <laughs> well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend, and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show, wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.